0: Welcome, everybody, to Lunacy Podcast. My name is Tony. I'm here with Dave, David, and Connor. Dave Stevens, David Sterling, Connor Ennis. I am Tony Permananzi. It is Sunday night, guys. Uh, we've been off for two weeks, uh, but uh, there's a reason for that. Uh, everybody knows what the reason is, but, uh, you know, whatever. Um, yeah, so before we get started, I want to say that this has been the the what we call the indian summer of minnesota summer right now or minnesota fall uh we had a nice weekend uh connor your kid had a big birthday this yeah. weekend Yep,
1: yeah, you turned one
0: turned one amazing. so yep. amazing that yeah geez it seems like yesterday we were having you not on this podcast because your wife was having a kid Yep. And now, and now, you know, he's one year it's, old already. Yeah.
1: It's, uh, it's, it's time flies when you're having fun, I guess, you know, yeah. Yeah.
0: did he get uh, a lot of soccer related presents today?
1: Uh, he got a lot of clothes, mm, a lot of clothes mm-hmm. and some, and some learning and development toys. Um, sure. uh, but, uh, no soccer related gifts. I believe we are there expecting you. a couple, but, um, no soccer related gifts.
0: There you go. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, it was nice. I, uh, Sorry, I couldn't be there again. Uh, we weren't on last weekend, so I can't tell everybody. Couldn't tell anybody that my wife got COVID for the second time, which is fantastic. You know, just what I needed like this week. Yeah. Uh, luckily, the girls were off school all week, so if they had gotten it, they would have been off school. None of us ended up getting it, which is amazing. Again, oh, that wow. uh, we didn't get it, and I think it's because we all uh, isolate ourselves anyways during regular times. Um, we don't uh hang out a lot together. We do, but outside. Uh so yeah, but uh she's back at work now. Uh back at now, she's working day shift, which is crazy. Um, but yeah, she's she's better. Um David and I or Dave That's and I yeah, Dave and I and Nels ended up going to a brewery, which we'll talk about in the podcast because we're I think we're both drinking from that brewery. i uh, went to loose line on Thursday night and uh had some beers. And play some pull tabs, won some money, uh, which was crazy. Uh, but the crazy thing about going to Loose Line on Thursday was it was it's. I think Thursday's there is their Teacher Appreciation Night. So is that uh, a
2: weekly thing, or just just happened to be this Thursday? I think it's. October? I think it's a
0: weekly. I think it's a weekly thing. And uh, we went to get on there, and it was packed. I mean, this that Loose Line was packed with people. I'm pretty sure it was all teachers because it was. I think it's buy one get one. It must uh, have been a majority. I mean, because
2: because we got there yeah. what pretty early about 4 30 on a thursday yeah. I, so yeah we were park, park had to park on the street parking lot was full the place was doing mm. great
0: yeah so you had a bunch of teachers in there because they were uh partying because it's mea week and they didn't have school so they could uh have a couple and not worry about having students the next day so yeah it's a good time uh connor you had the birthday party today yeah uh, in uh maple grove yep uh so that was a. Uh, good time i'm sure
1: yeah it was a lot of fun just uh, a few just a very small party like uh just a few friends and family members and we had it at this place where it was like a, a big giant indoor playground for kids yeah. to go to so it was a giant yes. like uh trampoline mat there was a big uh um playground there was there was a big open space where you could kick balls around and um then there was another space that we didn't go to i can't remember what it was but um but Austin uh, sat in front of the Connect 4 machine a lot. It was a giant Connect 4 machine. Uh, and, we, and no matter how hard we tried to get him to put a piece in, he would just throw it over the other side of the, of the machine. So um, So not really getting the gist of the game, I would say, but uh, he's, he had a great time. and on the way home, I was driving him home while my wife uh, transported a bunch of gifts and food that we were bringing back to the house, and he fell asleep almost immediately on the way home. Um so he slept for about 45 minutes in the, in he the learned, car
0: seat. Your kid learned a valuable life lesson, Connor, that is you can't lose if you don't play.
1: Oh, that's true. Yeah. That's yeah. a valuable
0: life lesson. Yeah, yeah. True. true. So uh, there you go. Uh, Dave, you did some other stuff this weekend. Uh, you went to did some pumpkin stuff or pumpkin patch or something. Did you I did.
2: I don't I'm not sure how you know, or did I mention I was oh yeah, I mentioned I was doing that, yeah. Because uh ended up uh, doing basically the theme was in, get out and enjoy the weather, which I pretty much did all day yesterday. I was outside mm-hmm. pretty much the whole day, which is just the perfect day for it. But, you know, it's just slightly soccer related, I actually kind of started off the day kind of early in the morning, went to uh, the Twin Cities Harvest Festival in Mays, which right. for people in the area, that is technically, I think it's technically Brooklyn Park, but it's right on the Brooklyn Park Champlain border. It's very close to my work. I drive by it every day. had never been there. It's been open, I think, for years this time of year, at least, I don't know, maybe, maybe 10 years, I could be way off or mm-hmm. who knows. But anyways, this year's theme of that corn maze was Minnesota United FC. Oh, yeah. So I don't know if you've, you might've seen it on social media or pictures of it somewhere, but at the corn maze, it's a, it's a huge, you know, it's got the emblem, the loon emblem and then the MNUFC and a soccer ball. And what, what was cool about it, I, like, it's funny. I went my whole life without doing a single corn maze, this, but this year I've already been to three separate corn yes. mazes so <laughs> anyways but this one was cool because you'd go around the corn maze and you, the idea and I, I didn't know this but apparently most of me you, you try and find these check marks or points throughout the corn maze and at each check mark there was minnesota united soccer trivia so that was oh. kind of cool believe me i aced it most of it there was uh, i hope so yeah as and so maybe i, I could win a hundred dollar gift card or something like that but no that was fun it was was just nice to get out and enjoy. perfect it didn't even feel like fall it felt like summer and then uh, yeah after that I think I showed you guys last weekend I uh, this was in Fridley Um, I can't remember the name of the park off the top of my head but it was a park in Fridley it's it's a nature center nature reserve center that they have there Um, but they were doing they did kind of a deal where uh, you, you pay $15 but all the all the proceeds go to fund this nature center and all the things that they do there. But anyways, last weekend, I went up there for free to carve a pumpkin and I carved MNUFC into that pumpkin that did little to, for MNUFC, the loons, uh yeah. playoff uh, results. No. But anyways, I carved that into a pumpkin. And then last night uh, they had a huge, I, I couldn't believe how many people there, there was 4,500 people there. I guess they sold tickets to, and they set out, it's like a nature trail. You walk through this big trail and just, I, I suppose it'd be thousands of pumpkins, you know, carved pumpkins, all lit up with candles. And so, uh, nice. yeah, the highlight of that night was finding the MNUFC pumpkin. So, good.
0: Yep. Yeah. Uh, David, did you have anything Halloween-y going on this week?
3: Uh, yeah, we uh, our community had a Halloween party um, last night, and then um, for the kids, trunk or treat thing, and then. Mm -hmm. after that uh, a neighbor had an adult party which was nice um Mm -hmm. took took my uh first tequila shots in quite some time and let me tell you Mm -hmm. don julio blanco is crappy 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 Mm -hmm. tequila yeah i actually Mm -hmm. chased it with scotch if that makes any sense Oh, Um, yeah but you know it was that's that's really it Uh, we didn't we didn't do a whole lot we well we had to get a new vehicle because sarah lost her car That's and right. uh, yeah. the hurricane so we went to tampa and got a new vehicle yesterday as well
1: nice
3: um i mean thanks to the insurance it was nice mm. but um yeah i mean that wasn't particularly fun no one wants to sit in a car dealership for three hours um no but yeah i mean nothing super exciting
0: no all right well uh it is sunday guys we're all drinking beer i suppose i think we all are pretty sure we all are yeah
2: we had to um, I mean it's yeah yeah for the pod.
0: Yeah, that's right. Uh well Dave and I'll go first. I think we're drinking from the same brewery that we went to Thursday, like we said, loose line. Uh I picked up the uh Minnesota Ice Kolsch. It is a well, it's a Kolsch beer. It's uh 4.8 percent. And uh it's I mean it's a Kolsch, guys. There's not much more you can say about a Kolsch. It's very easy drinking, it's very light. I don't know if you can see that. It's fantastic. I, I enjoy it immensely. Uh easily, I can easily pound it down when I'm talking about soccer, so that's a plus. Um I think I had the, I had this at the brewery, so I wanted to get I there was one I wanted to get the crawler of Dave and then not have it in the crawler, so I ended up getting this one, but um yeah. Good to, uh, good stuff from uh Loose Line Brewing Company. Uh Dave, what did you get from Loose Line?
2: Yeah, yeah. And I will say I yeah, I also had the Kolsch at the brewery on tap that it it was you're right. I mean it was delicious. It's perfect. I mean there there was um it's I I gotta start drinking more Kolsch. I'll i'll I'll, uh, flip off my cream ale kick that I've been on for it seems like a majority of the year and switch over to Kolsch maybe. But uh no, I ended up uh going with something kind of a little special and it was kind of the I knew, um, I was going to get something, you know, to go like we, we, all three of us did actually. And, uh, mm-hmm. I kind of got, uh, steered into something by, by one of the, what regarding the beer. So I even, even been one of their brewers. So I ended up going with the Eagle mountain double IPA and that was Ooh. not, they didn't have that on tap. Um and actually he the way he explained it to me, it was extremely popular earlier in the year. I think they released it back in um back in April of this year. Mm-hmm. And uh I, it must have I I don't think I'd been there uh well I had, but I didn't I certainly didn't get this. This is my first time trying it. But uh they, they actually I bought ended up getting a six pack of it because it was so popular they ended up canning a bunch of it towards the end of its run. So not available at the moment. We'll see if it comes back or not. But yeah, so. I don't know if one of you guys said uh "uh-oh," but yeah, double IPA—that's eight percent. But boy, it doesn't taste like eight percent. So that's that's a little bit trouble. But this one's special. Dangerous,
1: Dave. It is dangerous,
2: especially for a Sunday night. But this one is pretty special, uh, specifically because it's it's got the um, cashmere hops um, as well Mm -hmm. as El Dorado and Citra. But that. As I as it was told to me by either by one of the employees down there at Loose Line, it it real that cashmere hops is pretty great. It has a real real citrusy kick to it, which it does. And uh, I'm just gonna just I kind of went back to look it up, but yeah, it has it's supposed to just they're describing it here, but it says bursting of notes of ripe guava, peach, pear, and pineapple juice. So it is really really juicy. For a double IPA and it's extremely tasty. Um yeah, so I'll have to sip this one, but like I said, it's not yeah. too good. To sip. So yeah, be careful, Dave. Be careful. Um Connor, what do you got tonight?
1: I got our I got myself a classic Minnesota choice. Um, one that I'm sure we all know and all love. It is from Lift Bridge and it is the hop dish IPA. Um, mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. a classic Minnesota. I'm pretty sure every beer lover in Minnesota has heard of it. Excuse me. Um, and uh, you know it's it's great as always. It's uh, nice and happy. Just uh, you know, it's Liftbridge down in Stillwater has a great uh, has a great place down there, and uh, we uh, we didn't go to the brewery this weekend, but we bought a variety pack uh, last weekend, and um, now we're trying to drink up all the beer in the fridge before it freezes over the winter. So um Hmm. so we are tasked with quite a high um quite a high achievements going so if any of you feel like you have some beer to drink up there we would appreciate the help over there
0: well i mean as long as your kid doesn't give me COVID again i'll I'll gladly stop by and have some beers with you
1: oh yeah (laughs) no problem
0: uh well great yeah lift bridge always a classic uh Mm -hmm. here on the podcast in minnesota so Uh, David, what are you drinking from the land of Florida today?
3: Uh, Old brewery, new beer, and a beer I have never had. I mean, a type of beer I've never had on the podcast. Um, I went with a pumpkin ale, which Mm -hmm. I have, like I said, I've never had one on the podcast. I don't know that I've really (laughs) ever had one, period. Um, I I just thought this sounded interesting, and so I grabbed it. It is called Pump uh, like Hercules, um, mm-hmm. it's even the the font is even um, oh, similar yes. to Hercules, and oh, yes. of course, it's got a pumpkin that looks maybe like it might be a Roman yeah. Greek god. something yeah. like that. there you go.
0: Yeah.
3: Um, so this is from Fort Myers Brewing, and um, it's one that I actually haven't had on the podcast since it looked like February, which I was shocked by because it's the one that I go to literally every week. Um but so this is they describe it as pumpkin pie in a beer. Um I would say that's what it is. It's very spicy. Um it's got a lot of like clove nutmeg flavor to it. Um it's 9.2 percent, so they call it a pumpkin strong
2: ale. Holy shit. Wow. Um
3: wow. what's worse is at 9.2 percent. I would punch anyone that says they can tell it's high alcohol because they're bullshitting you Mm, There is, It's, I mean, you can tell there's alcohol in it, um, Mm -hmm. but it is not, it does not drink like a 9.2. It's, it's very sweet though. So that kind of lends that idea that it might be high alcohol, but um, there's no like that robust alcohol flavor that starts kicking in usually around that eight and a half plus it's, it's pretty good um like i said i'm not much of a pumpkin ale guy and i saw this one as their one that um was the new new on tap and i figured i'd get it because it was in cans um
2: it's it's relatively tasty interesting nice. game because i because i could have sworn i i because i will say i know i for a fact i've had a pumpkin ale on this uh-huh. uh on this podcast before and i i was pretty sure you kind of rolled your eyes at me when i did yeah yeah I, I never yeah i never do it yeah. Way to get into the season, but I'll bring it back. And I think, um, you know, I think I can bring it back because I believe it. You know, Connor, you had a Liftbridge beer today, right? Uh, yes, that's right. I believe the one I had was, you know, the the a Liftbridge pumpkin ale. I think it was a collaboration with Cub Foods. And ooh, that but- was a gingerbread. Oh, was mm-hmm. it gingerbread? I th- yeah, maybe mm-hmm. it was last year. I could have sworn I had a pumpkin ale. I, beer. Yeah,
3: I'm pretty sure we've had a pumpkin beer on. It, it might have been yeah, last yeah. year,
2: anyways. But the thing the, you you said yours was near nine percent or so. Uh, I'm pretty sure the you know the one I had that from Liftbridge was I between four and five percent. It was much so it was much lower.
3: Yeah, um, you know, I think one of the things that drew me to this was the high alcohol. Um, I, I was staring up at the board and. I saw the 9.2 and I was like, damn, that's really high. For, <laughs> that's really <laughs> high for a pumpkin <laughs> ale. So I figured I'd try yeah. it.
0: There you go. Well, good. Nice. Pumpkin ale on the podcast. Good times. Um, we should uh, move on from beers, guys, because we have soccer to talk about. Uh, there was a game last week. We all watched it. Yep. We all know what happened. Loons lost in the first run of the playoffs. Went to PK's. DSC didn't uh, stop a shot.
2: You know, yeah, you, you so, so, didn't
3: make a shot.
0: Trap didn't make a shot. But, uh... Could
2: you go could you go as so far as to call it a good game for the loons? For I mean, you know, on the mm-hmm. road, mm-hmm. on the road, you're you know, the, the you it's take a... the lead, yeah, you take the lead early you can't. in yeah. the second half. Yeah, uh, it's, it's something we've game. seen far too often. I mean, it's one of those things where it's like the loons. I think they're the best team in the MLS at giving up a lead, you know, and they did it again, you know, in the second yeah. half, which is unfortunate, but they made it through extra time all the way through to get out, yeah. to get into a shootout on the road after extra time. I think I told you guys, if I was betting, I wasn't for the record. I didn't want to jinx it, but if I was betting, I would have, I would have bet on, you know, DSC, you know, blocking at least one shot of the five. He didn't. Yeah. Um, and like uh, you mentioned, mm-hmm. Tony, uh, trap or Connor tra- trap didn't make his it's the way it falls it, yeah. it, it's, quite... it's, it's it's unfortunate we've seen you know we can be you know we can talk about the loons being one of only i think two teams that have made the playoffs four consecutive years but yeah. this result has you know losing in, in the first round has happened I, I believe three of those four times so
0: yeah yep. well, it, again it's a play it was a playoff game and you expect playoff games to be like this right where teams are tied nobody can get a goal ghost pk's it is what it is i've seen we've all seen pk's come down in mls uh in fifa in the you know world cup goal i mean all the i mean yeah,
2: yeah it doesn't happen it. for the loons very often in fact i I, I, yeah. I completely forgot uh but i think the last time do you guys remember the last time the loons were in a penalty kick shootout? Because I had forgot until it was brought up. I do up.
1: remember that actually. Um, it was the 2018 USA, US Open mm-hmm. Cup, I believe. No,
2: no, no, no. I think you're off. I believe it was the MLS. I believe they did it in the MLS back tournament. Oh, sure. Yeah. Against oh, that's Columbus.
0: Right. I think yeah, it yeah. Was. yeah. 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 We yeah, don't count they, that they, as a real game. We don't count
1: that. No. <laughs> no, okay. That was so, some
0: funky. Airpoint. That was some funky Airpoint. That was some funky shit during COVID they did that was, to make it all
1: hey, yeah. correct if I'm wrong, though. That was Columbus, right? We it, was, Columbus, it was was. yeah. Yep.
2: yeah.
1: Yep. That was
0: some that was some weird
2: shit. So I mean, I'm sorry, I kind of what so it was 2018. Um I missed
1: um uh, the US Open Cup. Uh they oh, okay. faced FC Cincinnati before FC Cincinnati came into the MLS. And mm-hmm. uh they it was a nil-nil game, and Bobby Shuttleworth saved like three penalties. Hmm.
3: Oh, that night.
0: Yeah. we
1: Only to go on to the next round and lose to Houston.
0: So hmm, Okay. Yeah. yeah. So we all know what happened. This is not our time to talk about that game. We're not talking about that game. This is our time to do our season review of what happened, what didn't happen, give out some awards. So let's start with the good stuff, guys. Uh, good things that happened during this, during the season. Um, I... I'll start. I think we saw uh, the resilience of this team. I think we saw that the the depth was there that Adrian Heath had talked about, even though it had to be used way too much. Mm-hmm. Um, I think uh, Reynoso is, is still one of the best players in the MLS. He's at least a top 10 player, if not a top 5 player. Um, I think we saw DSC as much as we like to say that he didn't come through at the end of the season I think we saw what DSC can be uh, for this team Um, and I think we saw some young talent come in that will be good moving forward if we keep them Um, so yeah that's about what I have
2: Uh, Dave what's your good thoughts from the year. Yeah. Good point, Sony. Um, yeah. It, 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 it's a, it's a little bit tough to sit here, you know, just, you know, wait less than a week after the, the, the playoff exit for the loons, but yeah, I, I don't know. I, I think I I've used the word resilience uh, over the course of this year in this podcast, just because I, I felt like regardless of whether um, the loons you know, ended up winning a game or losing a game, you know, I, I felt like they, 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 ne- they had that never, never quit mentality. And I don't know where that comes from, players coaching, you know, whatever, but that, that was impressive to me because I mean, make no mistake, this team went through a couple really difficult stretches, you know, a a couple times during this year, you know, right in the middle of the season and then obviously stumbling into the playoffs, but even during those, you know, bad times, I felt like I I was never ready to give up on the team only because I, you know, if you watch the games, you'll see that even after, even during a loss they're, they're fighting through. Um, so I, I feel like everybody has the right mindset never give up mentality. Um, but yeah, as far as good of the season, you know, Hey, they made the playoffs. <laughs> it feels a little weak, but that wouldn't have been possible without Tony, like the depth that you mentioned, um, big, important pieces. There was a couple, you know, I think maybe th- this could get go either way, but I mean, I feel like the, this team tried to improve even during the season, you know, with players being brought in. I mean, maybe they're bringing them in the wrong places and they' they're, they're, they're trying a little too hard to find the right fit. but they are they are you can see this club is trying to make improvements to the squad they had since the start of the season, you know, preseason into the middle of the season with, with their acquisitions a few bright spots, not too many, but we can see the talent. We can see the raw talent that we're trying to put out there. And I mean, I think there's reasons to be optimistic uh, with, with the talent that we have on the field at any given time. So.
0: Right. Uh, David, good things from this year.
3: Uh, I, I, I think. Uh, Renoso was a bright spot. I think uh, seeing His ability to, uh, I I honestly think, step up his game from last season. Um, He was interesting because he did a lot of stuff without necessarily being noticed. Um, A lot of the stuff that he, good things that he did was things that are buried in the stat lines. Um, You don't really necessarily see it come out because it doesn't, necessarily come to fruition like the out the positive outcome but there's a lot of uh good things that he does off the ball on the ball um uh, that just keep showing up regardless of how this team plays ultimately um and i think that's a positive uh, something to build off of next season um i i think um dsc had a great had a relatively uh, great season Um, that's a positive, uh, knowing that we are going to go into next season with him having, um, played out, uh, really quite well this season, this year, um, going into potential opportunity in the world cup. I doubt it, but potential, um, that's good. You know, I think a bright spot that's not really Minnesota, um, but league in general is. I think the the balance is getting even more evident. Uh, Minnesota had one point four one points per game, um, and they almost ended up in fourth. Um, Past seasons, you were lucky to get into the playoffs with one point four one. I think that you're seeing a a a parity coming in that you're starting to see a lot of teams just picking up picking up the slack. you it's just it's getting more challenging for teams to get results um, when you expect them to and so I like that I like seeing that that challenge it doesn't matter who you're playing you might you might lose to the 11th place team when you're third um, so I think that's positive that's a bright spot for MLS it's something that um, I I don't know that we necessarily see very often, but I've seen in social media a lot where people from Europe find that really intriguing about MLS. Um, that you don't have that, you know, top five, top four teams, and it, you know, they just walk all over everybody. So um, that's that's I think that's a very incredible bright spot. It's it's a positive for everyone because you could be the Tenth place team in in September and find yourself in the playoffs in October. Um, it, it's a, it's a positive for the league. I really do. I uh, think it is. Um, I, I you know I think that's it. Honestly, I I I can't. I, I'm I'm a bit down on the squad from this year. I just think the overall. We'll get into that though.
0: Yeah, we're we're just, we're trying to do the uh, whole thing where the uh, now the candidates when they do the. You know, they do the uh, debates. At the end of the at the end of the debate, they ask them say something nice about the your other your about your opponent. We're trying to do that right now. We're trying to do that, Uh, Connor. Some positive thoughts about
1: uh, this year. Um, I mean, it's it was a very streaky year. Uh, we had a streak of streak of bad, then a streak of very good, and then a streak of bad again, ending off with a good win to take us into the playoffs. And then almost winning in Dallas, I will say that I I do think that uh, the performance in Dallas definitely wasn't the worst I'd ever seen, um, and but um, you know a bright spot a bright a bright spot is of course the acquisition of Kamar Lawrence. I thought he was an insanely great pickup. Um, did great in the in the at left back position after Chase left and went to the Galaxy. And, um, then showing that we could beat teams like, uh, like Austin and, um, and Everton actually. Everton was a was a big win, 4-0 win at home against Everton was great. Um, other than that, uh, I saw what could be great play, uh, during that, during that run of unbeaten, um. I think that I, I think that this team can, is very capable uh, of of uh, playing with great, uh, great playing great teamwork game. I just don't think that I, I mean the consistency has to has to be better though. So like you you can't you can't beat Dallas in Dallas two one and then lose at home to Union Omaha the very week later. It just that just that that can't happen. So. I mean, the consistency has to be there. I'll talk about that in the 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 bad part, but um, I mean, uh, overall, I saw you guys mentioned it. It was the depth and the uh, the kind of need to win mentality, uh, which um, you saw again. You saw a lot of in the in in the, in the unbeaten streak. Yeah. Other than other than that, um, I think I'm kind of with David on this one. It's uh, I I'm am a little bit down on the squad, at which I was hoping that my opinion would go up during these playoffs. Uh, which I guess it did a little, um, but I I think I am a little bit down on the squad this year.
0: Understandable. Uh. So yeah, some good things. Guys, let's talk about the bad things that happened this year. And let, let's, I'm gonna bring up the biggest bad thing I think that. I think all of us can agree on was the injuries this year. Uh, yes, Asani Dotson gone, uh, Roma Metnir gone, Debassi gone. I mean, these are these are big, big losses for this team that really affected us
2: through the end of the year. I, I, don't, think really any, I
0: don't think any. I think any of you will disagree with that,
2: right? I mean, no, no, no. I think. I think no, the, not at all. You know, I, yeah, I mean every every name that you mentioned was huge, and I I, I think most people agree as well um, that yeah, Debassi, You touched on, you said it, Tony. Debassi was a huge reason why you know we entered, we finished the season on quite frankly a negative note. Yeah, winning the the final game against uh, Vancouver, but and getting in the playoffs. But he was a big reason why we did, and that that was a crusher. I mean that that injury alone was kind of probably a reason why you know. Minnesota didn't host a playoff game and had to travel. You, you figured they would have done a little better. So, yeah.
0: And they, I mean, they did do something good in the beginning of the season, getting Taxi in here, Kamar Lawrence in here, to kind of get things moving again. But you can't lose those three guys during a season and not feel the effects. I don't give a shit if your depth is great. I mean yeah. – do you want Brent Kelman starting a playoff game for you? I don't. No. As, as good as he was coming in for DeBossi, Uh, and a lot of people disagree with that, uh, but as good as he was coming in for DeBossi, you don't want him starting a playoff game for
2: you. Right. He was, you know? He was good at times, absolutely, but yeah, you're yeah. right. I mean, he, 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 what we want him to be is our depth piece. Our, 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 mm-hmm. you know, if you've got to come in for a game or two or late in a game due to injury or something like that, that's what you want Brent Coleman on your squad for, not, not to be starting every game down the stretch. But that, that, that's a fact.
3: Yeah. You know, I, I think Debossi opinion, made us realize, uh, honestly, how poor Boxel is. Um, I, I think, he and i missed losing to made us realize how good to is because he lifted up everyone around him um yeah. i think people failed to understand how average michael Boxel is because he was playing next to devossy and as soon as he well, went down and you brought you, kelman in all of a sudden you had two very average
2: cbs now, playing with each other now you say very average and i just want to Clarify, like he's I mean, not even you, worth being a starter. You, you, you don't believe that Michael Boxel is an above replacement level player. In Michael Boxel
3: is not a starter in MLS. Okay, I just want, and I don't think work. he has been for like two years.
2: Well, okay. and, and I, I I've was... I've
3: argued it for a couple of years, and no one, everybody thinks I'm a complete idiot. But no, he hasn't been, and this this season showed it. Yeah.
0: Remember who's you been know, held up it... by though? Remember who's been <laughs> held up by? He's been held up by, Michael Para. Yep, and he was held
3: up and th- then now yeah. by
0: DeBosey, yep, and when yeah. he had to come in and actually yeah. be the guy,
1: he couldn't be. He the couldn't guy. do it. No, he couldn't.
3: Right, and guess, and yeah, yeah. the crazy thing is, is the stats show that Brent Kelman has done very well, and in fact, in many cases, he's done better than Michael Boxel, and it people don't realize. People always try to blame Kelman for multiple reasons, and it people don't realize that michael Boxall really isn't that good i mean for god's sake he's a new zealand international new zealand's not known for anything but rugby yeah. i mean and maybe some cricket i mean they're not any good at soccer and the the fact that we try to lift him up as some fantastic player on this team is bullshit. i mean he's never been more than above average in the last couple of years he's been average at best.
2: All right. Well, yeah, I mean, thanks. And I'm not going to push back. I'm not, that's, I, I, I'm not going to push back on that, but it, I mean, it does kind of raise my eyebrows just a little bit to hear that because I, maybe it's um for me, maybe it's kind of uh, like availability is the best ability kind of thing where he has been kind of a rock in that lineup. Hasn't got hurt. Hasn't, you know, he's been there, but no, yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. You're, you're right though. I mean, he and Tony, your points, I mean, he has been propped up by good, good defensive players when this, when that depth was challenged this year due to, you know, injury. Yeah. And we, we saw, you know, everyone suffered including, and I suppose, yeah, I can't disagree but with you, the fact that box, you was know, exposed. Yeah.
3: Yeah. You know, but the thing is, DeVossey, I mean, if you wanted me to pick anything, the worst thing that could happen to us this season, it was losing Pekai DeBossi. I mean, the moment that he went down, the entire team went down with him i good mean shot. he was like mm-hmm. from the back all the way up to the front it's just like pieces just fell all of a yeah. sudden you saw uh ariaga was not as good as we thought he was was he ever good i mean was he just being covered by the fact that Tabasi was so fucking good i mean it, you know and it's like and then you start seeing it, trap getting exposed for things and then you know you start seeing that spread out, you move you move laud load into the back and you start seeing that spread up to all of a sudden you know reynoso is receiving the ball 20 yards further back than you want him to and then that's affecting how he's interacting with the wingers and Luis maria and maria just disappeared it all coincided with devasi going down and it's completely insane so often look at soccer as being a very team sport and it, it's it's not. I mean, you you have situations here where you have good players who make the team fucking good, or you have bad players who make the team fucking bad. And Debossi was a good player, a solid, solid player for a major league soccer. And he made the entire team better. That entire spine was better because he was there. The yeah. moment he was gone,
2: it was it fell apart. Well, well, yeah, you're right. The moment he was gone, that that basically began began the you know late season collapse, basically. Yep, I'd sure call it. Then. And so there, there's no doubt about it. And so, yeah, you look at Minnesota and it was, you know, going into the season, I think going into last season, it was okay. You know, if you look at that, like the, the way the national media treats the the loons, it's kind of like, well, they're a good team, but if you lose Reynoso, what do they have? Well, it's kind of the same. Can you imagine this team, this squad without Reynoso and without DeBassy?
3: Well, for God's sake, it'd be just, you might as well just pack it in and start cheering for Chicago.
0: Exactly right. So, so guys, I mean, injuries were a big part of this year's uh, downfall. Uh, Connor, do you, anything other than injuries that you saw that were kind of the downfall of this team?
1: Well, I mean, like I said before, it was the, the season was very streaky. And in in that uh, streakiness, you saw two bad, uh, um, two bad streaks by Minnesota. And again, it's the consistency. You you saw no consistency with with, uh, with the lineup, with the with the tactics, um, and I mean that's the, I mean you can blame Adrian Heath for that all you want, but the players have to do the job too. Um, you saw a lot of disconnect. You saw the the same kind of bad passing that you uh, that you've seen at, at other times. The Minnesota we hate to watch, and it's. Uh, it, other than that, I mean, I just thought whenever the lineup would come out, I would have this pit in my stomach thinking, oh, God, did we play the 4-3-3? Or did we play some weird lineup that Adrian Heath some, for some reason wants to try tonight? Um, and it's um, there's just too much kind should we say, change in this team. Because I've said it before, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. So that 4-3-2-1 works with Ludd in that, uh, in that defensive midfield. We saw it work in that good streak. And uh, But then, of course, you lose someone like Tabasi, and you lose someone like Dotson, who I think would have been solid in that uh, in, in that defensive mid position. And he's a... Uh, you know, I think Dotson could have made a big difference had he been, had he been a starter on the squad, because he's not just someone who is strong and can hold up midfield, he can go for it from distance too. So he has that long threat that teams don't expect uh, Minnesota to go for. So he's just, um, so it's injuries and just inconsistency in tactics. I think, in my opinion, it's just uh, too much, too too many uncertainties, I think is the best Mm -hmm. way to describe it.
0: And I, I think injuries are the the main key, guys, because I think yeah. injuries then there's a down like David said there's a domino effect of injuries leading to other things going wrong yeah. in your midfield, in your forward spots, all that stuff. Uh, even gets up to Amaria, which I, David, I know you uh, were back and forth on Twitter Some people about Amaria, uh, and people saying Amaria is trash, and you made some good wow. points. It's like he's not getting service up there because is getting the ball 20 yards back so how's Reynoso supposed to get service to Maria if he's got to play so far back these are things that happen you know
3: yeah you know I I don't really get that you know a lot of people are are questioning Luis a lot and it's like you look at how he played in that that good stretch Mm -hmm. and you know and again that was right before Tabasi went down and it you look at how things changed and it's like yeah you want to you want to focus on the player right you want to try and find someone to blame but sometimes it's not someone's fault right i mean some, sometimes shit just doesn't go the way you want it to and it it's like it's dependent people people's actions and performance are dependent on other things it's not necessarily oh, you know, Ray is doing this or, you know, or, or oh, DSC is doing this or whatever. A lot of times it's just, look, things didn't work the way you wanted it to work. When it, uh, when I was arguing that about, about Luis, it's like you can't blame him for not being in the right position or not making the right run. When he is literally receiving the ball at like – Almost midfield. In many yeah. cases, we found ourselves DSC kicking long balls, hoping that Luis could get that ball uh, at mid, at almost midfield, and turn around and deliver to someone. That's not even his. I mean, that's that's not technically supposed to be his job, and that was never what he was brought in for. He was brought in to to make these runs and make all that, and he's expected. You, to to play off of everybody behind him. And Heath clearly wants to play through the midfield or play out of those wings. And it, to do that, you don't want to be kicking long balls to your nine mm-hmm. at 40 yards out and right. expect all of these things to fall into place. I, I, I just think that you can't judge Luis on this season because – so many things didn't work, and again, Tony's right back to your point. I mean, the injuries are numero uno in this season. Mm-hmm. It's just the reality of it. It impacted everything.
0: Yeah, uh, Dave, do you see anything else other than the injuries that you want to talk about?
2: Bad no, things? not a lot, not a lot. But I can, if we're talking about the disappointing disappointing moments of the season, I mean, or just dis- why we're up, you know, the sad part of the about the season. I, I I'll throw a number out there: forty eight. 48 goals scored by this club this year. And I would have coming into this season in the middle of the season, any point in the season, almost other than the last game, I would have expected more goals scored from this club. And it, it was a constant. whether we were in the middle of the good streak or not, it was a constant source of, you know, it, it was a problem. It was a problem all year, good and bad, you know, during the good and bad parts. I mean, yeah, granted, they only, allow, they allowed 51 goals, which isn't bad, but yeah, that that's it's frustrating. It was it was frustrating almost every game. There was just two the, the final third just wasn't great. Um, I believe, and I think I'm a little more on this later, but I mean, yeah, it's a it's a trickle-down effect. Injuries cause problems. And I think, you know, I, I really believe that if Robin Lud was in the right wing position the whole year as your main starter there, he we would have had a significant number of more of goals scored. Um, but you know, for re- now to that, I don't know, I might talk about it later, but I mean, Robin Lude, fantastic. You know, he did extremely well in the midfield. He did a great job there. The club Connor, you mentioned earlier, part of the reason of the success was that streak in the middle of the season where Robin Lud was tremendous out of, out of the midfield there. And that worked out well. I just feel like there was, whether it's, you know, Bongi or, uh, Menor Garcia late. Um, it just, we never had cohesion, cohesion in that final third, yep. you know, a lot of, a lot of that due to the wingers and, and, and uh, Reynoso's inability, not, I, I, not, it's not his inability, but the, his, the inability of the others around him to work with him and the, just finishing. So I think that that's where I'm going is just the lack of goal scoring, you know, he, And that, that goes on and I'm not going to rehash what David already talked about, but yeah, Armoria, I mean, it's, I'm not blaming Armaria. It's just, again, it's, it's that whole unit. Just, it feels like they were trying, they were trying to throw pieces at the puzzle and they weren't just, they weren't fitting in. It just wasn't working. They couldn't find a solution, even though there's, they have a lot of talented players, just nothing seemed to work. Nothing seemed to finish. So my biggest disappointment is, is the, is that 48 goals.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Period. Yeah.
0: yeah. Right. I mean, that's yeah, David, I mean,
3: four goals since August 31st.
1: Yep. Four goals yeah, since I was August just 31st. Looking at that's, it. that's crazy. Goals. I mean, right. I
3: mean, Dave, you're you're not spot on. Playoffs, I mean, Dave. it's yeah, right, right. Oh no,
1: you're right. Yeah.
3: I mean, yeah. it's that's yeah. Yeah, it's completely insane. Completely
2: insane. You're right. right. Spot you're on you're not gonna win games doing that. That's I didn't real David, I didn't even realize it was that bad, but
1: yeah. yeah, yeah, One goal against LAFC, one against Sporting KC, and then the two against Vancouver, and then yep. yeah. and then the one against uh, Dallas in the playoffs. But um, yeah. I mean, and again, that's uh, that goes back to uh, the loss of Bukayo Debassi. It does.
2: It's a trickle it down. You nail it. Trickle down effect. I mean, that's you know, it really is. It's, it's yeah, trickle It's
0: like trickle down economics that Ronald Reagan talked about. Reaganomics. It trickles down
3: but it actually worked it actually worked and
0: actually this actually works but yeah yeah, In this uh, analogy. yeah. Uh, let's let's get out of politics guys let's move on let's talk about mvp run the horn here guys who's your mvp this year dave we'll start with you first
2: okay well i i mean i'll save the slam dunk for somebody else i mean but i i am good i touch on it just when i was talking about my disappointment i i think it's robin Lud. Not um, only because of, the, like I, I did, I whether people agree with this or not. I mean, I think t- people would disagree. I think, but I would have loved to have seen Robin Lud primarily in his right wing position for the majority of the season. Um, but that being said, he came. You know, he's such a versatile player. He came in, played in the midfield for a good. You know basically half the season or the majority of the season starting in you know mid summer when he kind of had to step into there into that role and and that's actually what kind of rebounded this club and got him onto the the stretch that made got Minnesota into the playoffs was uh was his solid play back in the midfield. So I think Robin Lud and his versatility and I think he did score six goals, although I think most of those goals were earlier in the season. But I think Robin without Robin Ludd this club is in trouble um so i think he's my short answer robin
1: Hunter, who's your mvp um we were just talking to talking about him i'm going to make a strong case for forbakaya for debasi um because we oh stopped... no i'm gonna
2: stop you right there you, you, he it can't be debasi why can it not be debassi be because availability is the best ability he was not yeah. available for the stretch run yeah. for a good majority yeah. of the season
1: that, no, Dave. I I don't know about that. I mean, I,
2: okay. if, We we have never picked rules. We have never
3: set rules for this pick. No rule. I I, I didn't personally. <laughs> All right, it, But I, I agree. Me. Connor's got a good argument. Yeah, Sell no, I was, I was, ahead, good it's
1: Tabassi because I mean mm-hmm. we saw him go down in the game against Houston where we won two one, and then we didn't win another game after we lost Tabassi until decision mm-hmm. day against uh, Vancouver. And even then that was us playing against a Vancouver, that was Vancouver team that was very subpar. And, uh, and that, that, was still trying to just squeeze our way into the playoffs when we had fallen from the third in the West to barely sque- squeaking into the playoffs. Plus, I mean, when he was playing, he's strong, he's fast, he's smart. Um, he's got great, great vision on the ball. He can play it long. He can play it short. And, um, and he doesn't lose his cool either. I think he's uh I think he's just an all-around great player and you see it in the difference when we go in that last streak across the across the season. So Debosi's my pick people. All right. Well, what
2: you, I I'm not going to argue against any of your points, but I mean just like Dave, if I was no. picking MVP, it would been it would have been a player that Dave. was there for your club down the stretch. <laughs> Dave I mean, I'm sorry, but There's it, I'm there's sorry, Mark, but I
0: Hate that no pick. rule. No rule. I hate that pick. My, you mind. Be DeBossi. Be DeBossi. my, my mind is hey, made up. Hey,
2: de, hey, up. Debassi should have been there down the stretch. Like he should have been there against Dallas. It's like, not
1: Debossi's fault he got injured. Well it's hate, not, but he did. Dave,
0: if you hate that pick,
2: wait till All you right. my pick. You got
0: me fired up. My pick's gonna be crazy,
2: but go ahead uh david i love the boss don't enemy. get me wrong i just like if we're talking about mvp i mean, I mean no oh, you play, love the Dave, bossy but
0: dave's playing the whole major league baseball he didn't play enough, off so
1: i don't know it's just crazy uh, okay yeah, but no, no, no. But I, no
2: okay. To, to, to be fair i will say, connor i love your point. i love your point look what happened to this team after devossi got injured it, right. you could see the impact and david you touched on it Hey, I get that point. I you right, you yeah, understand yeah. what I'm saying,
1: though. No, right. I, I do understand what you're saying. Yeah, I will respect that and respectfully disagree with that. But Fair
0: enough. Yeah, Agreed, great disagreement. Yeah. Okay, David, who's your MVP? Uh, Guy DeBossi. So
3: yeah. I I, I want to say first off, Connor, props. I I was clapping for you. I I agree. <laughs> Most valuable player. We think about where we were. And think about what happened after he went down. That proves he's the most valuable player.
1: Yeah.
3: In my opinion. But that's not who I said. Um, I – fuck you, Dave. I was going to go with, with Ludd, too, and that's who I am. Okay. Um, uh, yeah. So you took my thunder already. No, I, I agree with you, Dave. I, I think uh, Lyd, Um you know, he's – good God. I mean, he what can't he do, right? I mean, he, I – might He might be able to play center back for all I know. I mean, it, it, it's just, Dave, you're spot on. I don't have to say anything more than that. Versatility, where he stepped up whenever he was needed. Yeah, I mean, it was just Robin Hood.
2: Hey, I'm, I'm just happy to hear that you agree with uh, my thought, David. So. I, I still
3: say fuck you, though, because I wanted to say it first. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. I wanted to say it first, I didn't get to Fair enough. Yeah. All right. For well, Laker, Dave, David, I, say
1: you... I agree with both of your points too. Yeah, uh, I know. Just yeah. David was definitely me, Dave, a Dave big part of it.
3: And...
0: Now, I could go some. I could go either way. Well, this. Tony, you say... have to
1: go
2: Ray because nobody's picked Ray yet. So I'm not picking Ray. You, pick you say nobody... Bongi? I'm hanging. I'm I'm ending this. <laughs> <spell>. Not saying <laughs> Bongi.
0: Say saying bon-gy. I'm going to okay. say the pilot of the Death Loon during the MLS All Star Game. He is the MVP.
1: Oh, no, Dave, man. I'm, 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 I'm yeah. Dave, there you go, going
0: way. Dave, where's your? Where's That's your? That's thinking
1: out outside the box. I'm,
0: I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Kid. Of course. Uh, I'm gonna. I was with you guys 100 uh, percent with Robin Lud. Uh, I think that uh, Robin showed that he could play anywhere he wanted to play, and he could do good at it. And uh, we needed it. Uh, he was the guy who held this team together through the bad shit. You know, he was the guy going out there every game in the midfield somewhere he hadn't played for us and, and doing a good job out there. Um, I'm not going to say – I can say Ronaldo. Everybody can say Ronaldo. And you probably you know, should. And you probably should. But yeah. a guy like Robin Lud gets little or no credit for what he did this year. Right? Literal, yeah. I, sorry, was, yeah, you're nobody, right. He won't. Nobody he talks won't. about the fucker. I mean, nobody talks about him. Well, people like,
1: see his uh, see his position change as just something on a roster, and it's so much more mm-hmm. than that. It's a position he's never played before, and mm-hmm. he came into it with almost no kind of almost no leeway, almost no elbow, elbow, no effort to adjust. He did great.
2: Yeah, and I think we I might just have
1: found it our new favorite position for yeah. him in the defensive I... midfield.
2: I just remember the, I remember the first game. I mean, not the day exactly, but I remember the feeling I had when we heard that he was going to be starting in the midfield and we're like, Oh boy. And then we look back and like, Oh, he's done this for, you know, uh, Finland national team, Finland. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, okay. So he's done that, but we were all a little bit like, Whoa, what's going on here. But like, just to see the success that he had in the club had, you know, once he started there was, was fantastic. But I do say, if we're going to finish the MBV conversation, we at least got to give an honorable mention to Reynoso because, like I said, if 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 this club lost Reynoso due to injury early in the season, we wouldn't, even, you know, we'd be sitting here looking at a. I team agree that with probably that. Probably didn't even make the no, play. No, yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. I mean, I, without without a doubt, I think, I I think you can make. I mean, you can make an argument for DSC too, um, but. Ultimately, I, I give us props for uh, going a bit existential on the on the choices. I mean, yeah.
0: right. you can't.
3: I, I mean, especially Connor. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I didn't even think about going with Davassi, and then you said it, and I was like, "Well, of course,
2: you know, he's yeah, it's exactly true." Right. Yeah, and most Connor, I was just I was just having some fun. I mean,
1: I, I oh yeah, no, his good, value dude. to the class. <laughs>
2: it was apparent how valuable he was to this club when he went down with injury because the team suffered significantly and was lucky to make the playoffs without really? him. My pushback was that he just what w- yeah. that, that's, that's, that's my a, argument. That's
1: an understandable argument, Dave. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
3: You know, that's my argument for why uh, in, in the in the NFL football, MVP should never be anybody other than the quarterback. Because reality is, is no team is going to succeed if their starting quarterback doesn't uh, last the entire season i yeah, i just true. i i just think yeah. that's the reality i mean you can I mean, lose your top receiver and, and still and if you have all the other pieces it works and it's
2: like you look at you look at throughout the years if you look at all the the super bowl winning teams i mean you can find a few kind of mediocre at best quarterbacks that have won right sure like, like, yeah. A.K.A. like trent dilfer but i mean uh, that yeah. that 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 you but even though like, that was not and like, but that was because the, you know, say the uh, Tampa Bay or the Ravens defense were so, but that's, you. it's hard to single out a single player, say, on the defense that was responsible for that. It's right. like a lot yeah. of players. I so. mean,
0: mediocre quarterbacks, Aaron Rodgers. I mean, come on. I'm just kidding. I'll fuck with you guys. Uh, let's move on, guys, to LVP because David's giving me the finger. Uh, LVP, of course, guys. the I shouldn't. I hate this. His name named, named one. after our favorite player uh, from the past, Alexi Gomez. Let's see, Alexi Gomez. Oh,
1: our favorite left footer.
0: LVP award. Yeah. Now, guys, I'm going to do a little thing before we start this. Let's see what Alexi's doing right now. Oh, he's playing in Liga Two in Peru for La Cua Bamba. That's what he's up to right now in the
1: Peruvian second division.
0: That's right. He scored uh, three goals and nine appearances so far. So not there That's not
1: bad. That's not bad. Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, LVP guys, uh, least velvet player. I will. Uh, I'll start first. Uh, this isn't going to be a stretch, um, and it's going to be sad to say it because I don't want to say it. But uh, Michael Boxel, for me, uh, this year has really, really took a downturn in terms of his, his skill set. We could tell that he's not. He's, he's just not there anymore. He's 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 playing off some... How would I put it? He's old legs. I, I'll call old legs, even though he's not that old. Old legs. He just doesn't look like he used to look in the past years. I mean, it's because he's not propped up anymore. I mean, it's because Guy's not there and par's not there. But the guy made some mistakes this year. And I know there's some people in this... Well, who listen to this podcast will say, Well, God, you can't say... You can't say Boxy is the worst player. Well, you can because you just can't. Go back and look at the stats. Go back and look at some of these games. He just didn't look like himself, uh, and he's my uh, LVP this year. Uh, Connor, who's your LVP?
1: Uh, this one was a tough one for me, but um, I think I'm going to pick Krivin Arriaga this year. Mm-hmm. I think um, – we got him with high hopes, and it could be just, uh, you know it could be just him coming in and saying, hey, he's a great defensive midfielder and he's fast and he's tall and he's tough and he is all those things. Uh, but he he's injury prone. He's also um, just gives the ball away too easily. He uh, is very, shall we say, emotional on the field um so he makes rash decisions and he has very, very poor positioning and I and we saw this later on into the season um I'll add that cuz I will say in I I going into like the last stretch of the season I had absolutely no opinion about about uh, Ariaga but then I started to see it um when he kind of just became a non-factor in the game and did I mean just a little bit more bad than good he He's my LVP because he just, he, I don't see him contributing anything positive to the team.
0: And At I least not, not recently. Because, as Connor, I hope, I mean, this year, I, I totally get the LVP for Aryaga this year, but I hope that next
2: year you're wrong
0: because I, yeah. I, right. yeah. yeah. I i well, see i see some i see some good in he,
2: it. I, he I did do. come into this club on fire i mean in my opinion i mean i think for a stretch when he first started he did, with yeah. his club he he, mm-hmm. he was he was mm-hmm. standout i mean i think he he was one of the better players on the pitch for this club but yeah i mean yeah down the stretch it was kind of a yeah. letdown all
1: right uh david lvp
3: so, I wanted to go outside the box with this one and say the entire front office for not uh, doing better with our defense. Um, however, you do that. you
0: can't do that.
3: I'm not doing that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go with I, who I thought was the obvious pick, uh, Abu Dinladi. Oh, I mean, man. my God, oh, I don't oh, even understand yeah. why he was on the squad, let alone in MLS. I mean, mm. I should say you know, why he was in MLS, let alone on the squad um i just think i mean he did score what two goals one two i, think I don't maybe remember. maybe two very um
0: very very forgettable year very forgettable yeah
3: year. and uh, i i mean i picked him for this the moment that he came on and went off 20 minutes later um no mm, okay. i mean oh, it's
1: yes, that's right
3: yeah i i just don't get it i didn't understand why we brought him back i didn't understand why he ever got minutes um i don't think we ever needed him to have minutes we it would have been better to resituate the uh the the squad and just rotate the squad uh instead of bringing him on i honestly i just don't get it and i mean i i really have always liked him he seems like a stand up guy um personality wise but nah i'm sorry abu He's my LVP.
1: Yeah, it's a good point. I, I mean, I, I had honestly forgotten he was even on the team because I hadn't seen him in, in so long. But yeah, I, I, that's a good pick, David.
0: That's a good pick. Good pick. I, again, yeah, you're right, guys. It's forgettable
2: that he was even there. Uh, Dave, LVP. Yeah. yeah, for me, this is easy. It's uh, DeBassy for getting injured he wasn't I'm,
3: he didn't play the whole season
2: okay i'm just kidding mm-hmm. i'm kidding 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 just of course but i will say i hate this award i hate giving this award i hate this but we got to do it i guess for me and this isn't even fair but i i don't know it might just be easy it might be recency bias but i'm gonna go with a long way bongi just didn't bongi, um yeah. And, it's, and I say it's not fair because he's so young. He's so raw. Uh, the talent's there. The speed's there. We've, we could see it. But, I mean, he was forced into positions that maybe he shouldn't have been in. But, I mean, like I down the stretch against Dallas, it was under a microscope. It was so clear that just it, the talent's there. But, gosh, you just you expected so much better. And like I say, it's yeah. not fair. He's a young, young, young player. Uh, I think his potential, I can see his potential, but I think there was a lot of hype with him. And so I think for me, I was just disappointed that uh, more performance didn't come out of that hype. So Yeah, you know, Dave,
3: Dave, you're right on. Yeah, I mean, he Mm -hmm. was put in a position he should never have been in. He should never have been in our senior squad. Mm -hmm. I just don't think he should have. He would have lit up. MNUFC in two, and mm-hmm. he would have been in a better position for next year. Yeah. I think now he comes in, he's going to go into twenty twenty three with a question mark over his head. I mean, right? I, I really do. Yeah, I, I, mean, I think. They,
1: I think that's a good pick. I think it's a good pick. So they have um, just since you said that, about forty thousand South Africans are searching Dave Stevens on Twitter. <laughs> right
2: Watch out! They have they have found they're, his address. They're not going to yeah. like no. that when my, i when i my when I twitter this account tomorrow, is gonna get, get blown up <laughs>
0: when i upload this tomorrow there's gonna be some hate I'll tell you that right now yeah, hate. yeah. uh all right guys lvps uh, final one guys uh best newcomer of the year uh can i just start this and and say i think maybe all of us will agree on this you might because I, I think, think you, you already have, touched on I think it is I, I think it's I think it's Kamar Lawrence, guys. Absolutely. Yeah. Right
3: on, yeah. Yeah. I yeah. think Andrew, it's 100%. Lawrence.
0: I think yeah. he's the guy who came in and he stabilized uh that backfield uh in that spot. And uh really I I liked his play all year. I, I didn't have a problem with him all year. Uh the guy looked good. I don't understand. Who was he with before? Was it Toronto? Toronto? Toronto, yeah. I don't understand what the fuck Toronto's thinking, giving the guy up. Yeah. Uh, and that it, you little know, amount remember, of Cam
1: or Tam, yeah. too? I, I don't yeah. know. Wasn't it like 50,000 yeah. M? Yeah. yeah. Well, again, remember I mean...
3: Remember when he no. came to us, we were having that discussion about yeah. how... I I was saying how I saw a number of people on social media that were like, what in the world are we doing? Why yeah. are we getting rid yeah. of our lords? Ultimately it it was no one understood why Toronto was doing it
2: and their fans were just completely bonkers over it. And it's like, yeah, yeah. we don't know. We don't know. But I mean, I think ultimately it must've been a salary dump because I mean, I think Kymer Lawrence is, is, is making in the $250,000 range. So, I mean, it's not Mm -hmm. insignificant money. He's making more than like, say, I think Franco, Franco Ponte, but that, that's why I think it must, it must've been a salary dump.
1: Well, no, because it wasn't part of the deal that Toronto would pay half of his salary too.
2: Oh, uh, I'm, to pay, I, I'm not going to talk about Toronto. I think Toronto, to I sure, think Toronto
0: had to pay for some of it. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was, I think really it was a, he didn't want to play there. And, and they had some problems with the coaching staff or whatever. And I think he was just like, get me the fuck out of here. And we picked him up. And yeah, it was so, good I mean- for us.
2: Yeah, no. So I think it's a slam dunk on newcomer. That's for sure. I, I, I will say. I mean, not to contradict uh, Connor, but I mean, I think Ariaga was looking like it might have been the newcomer of the year. But yeah, no, down the. Sp- oh. I mean, you're talking, you know, game one to game thirty-four. Yeah, yeah, it was definitely Camer Lawrence. I think mm-hmm. that's an easy one.
0: All right, easy talk. Uh, so yeah. yeah, that's all the stuff for the loons this year. That's our review uh david's already got here in like six minutes so connor do you have any we're going to take a break connor do you have any uh history stuff today or not? um
1: uh, i do have only one history thing today we'll give it um, to us. yeah okay so we're going back only to um it was a week from yesterday or no sorry a week from today actually in 1999 uh, October 16, 1999, when the Thunder won 2-1 against the Rochester Rhinos to win the A-League championship hey. in 1999. So happy champions. Uh, ha- happy 23rd anniversary, Thunder, even though the Thunder don't exist anymore.
0: Champions. We're champions.
1: They were the champions.
0: Wow. Yeah. yeah. All right. Thanks, Connor, for that a short one. Guys, I have two funny stories. David, you can check out whenever you want to. Uh, because I know you gotta go, got a heart out. Uh, but I have a story about bees and I have a story about uh, threesome. What do you want
2: first? Say the best for is last. is going to be threesome with bees.
0: No, it's not with bees, David. No, not with bees. Okay. We'll go, we'll go bees first because bees this is this just happened. Uh, Massachusetts woman who released a swarm of bees on sheriff's deputies as they tried to serve her an eviction, is facing multiple assault assault charges and battery charges. This lady, uh, Rory Woods, uh, she was being evicted from her house. Basically, they came up to a victor and she decided to arrive in an SUV towing a trailer carrying beehives and started shaking them, breaking the covers off them and causing hundreds of bees to swarm out and initially sting the deputies. Uh, Woods, oh. who put on a beekeeper's suit to protect herself, was eventually handcuffed, but not before several officers were stung, including those who were allergic to bees. Oh, uh, wow. when Woods, When Woods was told that several officers were allergic, she said, oh, you're allergic? Good. She was pissed. Uh, says Woods could have faced more charges but anything worse <laughs> has happened. If we had a staff member go to the hospital, luckily he was all right. Deputies are simply doing their duty. So, I've never seen somebody assault somebody with bees before. This is a
3: first. No, I've never seen
0: this happen. Yeah, it's crazy,
3: you know. I feel like if I ever tried to assault someone with bees, I would get assaulted by the bees.
2: Well, if anything, anything, the bees should be arrested, not the the owner of the bees. (laughs) I mean, it's how you (laughs) arrest bees, Dave. I don't know, a little plan
1: for that,
0: Dave. Little little tiny well, house.
1: Well, she would be an accessory then. <laughs> she, cause she'd be harboring the bees.
0: Oh, that's right. The accessory yeah. to crime.
1: That's right. Connor.
2: We're like really getting <laughs> into this so. Right. Dave's Dave's hey, got the, uh, the little well, tiny Connor handcuffs. nailed no no Connor nailed it. It's accessory okay. to assault. It's not assault. Oh, okay. It's accessory ah, to assault. Right. In all seriousness, that's obviously she should be arrested for that.
0: Right.
1: For sure. Yeah.
0: Okay.
2: All right. All right. So
0: yeah, so she's gonna have some jail time for assaulting cops with bees. So, uh, did, like, well, I mean, we'll, did, wait, wait, see. wait, can wait a minute. You wait.
1: Really use? Can you really use
3: bees as a deadly weapon? I mean, sure, some people are allergic to bees, but you don't know that.
0: According to what she did, though, I mean, she she brought the beehives to her house and violently shook them up. I mean, we've seen it before, where. Uh, guys I mean, have fart, farted in the back seat of a car, a cop car, and they've been charged with well, assault.
2: I guess call it what you, I mean, call it what you want. I, it's hard to classify. Right. It, it is. A, it should be a crime. It's just. It's just hard to classify. it. But Tony, are you just yeah. making the shit up, or did this actually?
0: <laughs> this <laughs> actually happened.
2: Yeah. Oh boy. Well, I just wonder
1: what the uh, what the argument was in her court arraignments. Like, oh. uh, I assaulted a bunch of people with a bunch of bees, and uh, so. How much jail time do I get for B assault? Well, probably,
0: know? I mean, probably like a couple of days probation or something. I don't know.
1: Maybe I don't know.
0: I mean, seriously, Well, to check well Maybe the yeah. maybe a
1: week's probation if it's uh, yeah. if it's against officers of the law. You know.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. there were sheriffs.
1: Yeah. There was a
0: guy who was allergic to it, Connor. I mean, come on.
1: Oh yeah. Not doing that shit. I mean, you can't do that. No. Nah, yeah. And all serious. That's that. That's super fucked up.
0: That is super fucked up. Who would think yeah. to do that anyways? Okay. Uh where guys, is she from Florida?
3: Bees?
0: No, she's Massachusetts, David. If she oh, was Florida, did I
3: miss that? Did you say that? I did. It's Massachusetts. Oh, okay. it's,
0: yeah, she's not Florida. Not Florida, man.
3: Sorry, I was just blinded by the stupidity,
1: so I figured it was. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> I know.
0: I know, I know. Uh where but,
1: did she from, find the bees? Well, she's I a wonder. beekeeper. Oh, she, she is a beekeeper. Bees. Oh yeah, she keeps the bees.
0: Okay. Yeah, she's a there's uh, a huge turnout from her uh, neighbors because they are all loved her for the honey they got from her, Uh mm-hmm. she was evicted,
2: whatever. So,
1: oh wow. Okay, but okay. sugar no, no, no.
2: That story was Bee's knees, Tony. Awesome Where's story. Me? Ah, yes. boom boom. Hey. <laughs> hey, no, that hey. doesn't even. Hurt. Thanks, no. Thanks,
0: thanks for the dad joke, Dave. Your name yeah. is Dad.
2: <laughs> not, yet. not yet.
0: All right, all right. So guys, uh, this last story is about a threesome. Uh, woman claims that she and her husband have a threesomes with God. And their experiences are heavenly every time. Of course. Uh, she was on this morning. I think that's like an Irish or an English talk show. She's it's from Colorado. Talk
1: show,
0: yeah. yeah. She's from of Colorado. She's from Colorado. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, she claimed she has threesomes with God. and that the, the Lord has approved of her stripping for money on OnlyFans uh 45 year old nita marie uh said that uh she her and her husband routinely invite god into their bed uh she said she wasn't brought up religious but she found god later in life after a previous relationship turned sour nita said she started doing naked photo shoots in an attempt at rediscovering her sexuality she had no idea it was going to get as big as it did because i was just doing photo shots for my self-confidence in viral a lot of photos I think most Christians want to do what's right in God's eyes. So there's a little moral conflict. Uh, He, God, wanted me to celebrate and love my body because it's natural. Uh, God was very clear that he wanted me to celebrate. I've always looked about what Jesus did. He was all about love and forgiveness. He spent a lot of time with sinners and prostitutes. She wanted to say that she has threesomes with God and her husband. So,
1: yeah, there's that. So what I does her husband have to... have to say about this? I well, her husband was
0: on the show. She was on the show. I mean, this is so God God's all good with her showing her boobies on OnlyFans,
1: I guess. I <laughs> what okay. in the world? So, so this... news flash, everyone, God is not a virgin. Yeah, this is not I... uh... Although Jesus was his son, so I guess we all should have
0: known that. I do love the fact she brought the fact that he's that Jesus spent a lot of time with sinners and prostitutes. And it's like she had to bring that up. Like it's all I, good because Jesus spent a lot of time with prostitutes. So it's all if I show up my hoo-hoo on <laughs> the OnlyFans, that's it's Jesus. God wants that shit. Oh yeah. good to go. I was,
3: I, I'm speechless. I don't even I, I don't uh, know. I got nothing for this one. I mean, mm. seriously, this is <laughs> Dave,
2: Dave. Dave wants to say something, quiet. but he's waiting. He's yeah. waiting. He's like, yeah. no, I, I I'm I'm honestly, saying. I don't have anything to say. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the story talks <laughs> for itself. I don't, I don't <laughs> even. I I mean, how much? Again, Tony. Did she smoke? Again, Tony. I gotta ask. Are you? Are you just making this shit up?
0: No, this is on a TV show. This (laughs) is like, this is, this is shit, man. This is what happens in life. These are normal people, not normal people. David,
1: she is from Colorado. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah,
3: Yeah. I mean, that just sounds like a lot of weed. That's Nita. Yeah. I mean, but honestly, it sounds like a lot of meth. Yeah, mm. probably. Like it's to the point; it's surpassed weed. It's gone to the what part of Colorado?
0: Doesn't say. Sorry, no, Colorado. It's, it's Colorado. I'm sure she doesn't want anybody finding out about her and her husband's threesome with God <laughs> and showing up.
1: Yeah.
0: I'm here for somebody showing up saying I'm here for the gangbang. You know,
1: right? Yeah. Just like I'm here. Where's God?
0: Where's God?
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: Oof. She she looks, I mean, to tell you the truth, guys, in the pictures that are on here, she looks like she's kind of a <laughs> you
1: know,
2: little out of it. Yeah. So I think the crystal meth thing is kind of spot on. Does oh, she look oh, like she yeah, that, crystal meth? That no, up?
0: She doesn't look no? like crystal methy. She doesn't look crystal okay. methy. She I mean she oh, says she's right. four she says she's forty-four, but she looks older than forty four. She looks like she's in her fifties. Mm-hmm. So I mean, that's saying something right there, but uh, that sounds yeah, methy you, to me. You can't yeah. make this shit up, guys. You just can't. It doesn't work that way. I always try to with God. Huh, I try
1: to vet one. my,
0: I try to vet my funny stories, to make sure they're actually news stories, and they are. I mean, I look it up, and it's like, there you go, right there.
1: Wow. So,
0: anywho, uh, after that, uh, <laughs> so <laughs> season's over, guys. Our podcast is not over. Uh, we'll be doing our usual every two weeks unless something comes up he's getting fired uh ronaldo signing with the loons shit like that uh but uh if he gets fired we will have a podcast right after that to uh drink wine and talk about adrian heath uh anything else you guys want to talk about
1: make sure it's pino regio
0: anything else you guys want to say before we get out of here
1: uh no,
0: well, no, uh, no. I think we're good. Cool. Yeah. So uh, yeah. So we'll uh, no galoons today because there's no galoons. But I so wanted you know, to say
3: that I really did.
0: I, we, yeah. can't. we can't. We can't. Can't, can't do. It. Can't. No, the
1: season's over. No, no, we'll no. have
0: uh. I'm sure we'll have World Cup talk in the offseason because the World Cup's coming up in November.
1: That's right. Uh, on so the that. way. Amazing, that's right. Yeah, yeah, so we got so that we, going we, on. We have some soccer going on here. Yeah, we got some
0: soccer to talk about. So, yeah. yeah, so for myself, Tony, for Dave, David, and Connor, we'll talk to you guys in two weeks. All right, yeah. see you. Goodbye for now.